Welcome to the Gutch Church Podcast. My name is Kennedy Shear, and thanks so much for joining us. Today, we have a great word from my dad, Pastor Bill Shear. If this ministry has changed your life, will you let us know? Send us an email to story at gutschurch.com. You're not leaving here the way you came in. I'm, I'm going to get your mindset in a headlock. I don't think they get, they don't do headlocks anymore. They do chokeholds now, right? Back in the day. How many of you guys are over 60? Anybody over 60? No, you just get your little brother and put him in a headlock. I don't think they put, like, you, you got, how many brothers do you have? You got like 62 brothers. You got, how many Pepins are there? You don't want to fight a Pepin. Because how many of you are there? There's seven brothers, so they're everywhere. And they look similar, so it's like, are you, you're Pepin. How many of you guys are there? They just, they come in litters. <laughs> but no, you get, head, get, get it in a headlock. And why am I talking about headlocks? Where, did, where was I going with that? Oh, yes. See, your mindset is the key, and I want to mess with your mindset today. Turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians 5. Two weeks ago, I spoke about God doing a new thing. Last week, Taylor spoke about God doing a new thing. This week, I'm going to break down this new thing. Okay? 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone... Okay, here, this is pivotal. It doesn't leave anybody out. If anyone... Any, any knuckleheads in here? Any sinners in here? Any heathen in here, if, if anyone, listen, is in Christ, he's a new creature, a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. See, what God wants to do in our lives is bring new things into the equation. And there's a reason for that, okay? We're going to get to Isaiah 55, 11, But before we do, 2 Corinthians 5, 18, 5, 17 says we're new creations in Christ. 5.18 says, now all things are of God. See, so you look at your life and you're thinking, wait a second. I'm a Christian. I'm a new creation in Christ. So now my bank account's of God. My investments are of God. My, family, my marriage is of God. Uh, my kids are of God. My, my business, my ministry, my, my recreation's of God now. Do you guys feel me here? You, that, see, that's how deep-seated this is, that that we become new creations of Christ. Now, all things are of God in our lives. All right? So, let's go to Romans. Romans 6, verse 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you. See, this is great news. On Wednesday nights, we're, we're going through the book of Romans. We're, we're in chapter 12 this Wednesday night. Verse by verse. For sin shall not have dominion. Underline that. Highlight that. Man, let, let, listen, let this come into your mindset. Sin doesn't have dominion over me. See, some of you guys are raised in a church environment that will say, well, but we're all sinners. Really? Except I've got an issue with that statement. I really do. God doesn't hear the cry of the sinner. Sinners are separate from God. We're sons now. Yeah, do you, have the compa- do you have the capability of sinning? Yes. And we learned that the first three chapters of Roman, the wrath of God is God will let you do what you want to do. God will let you go the way you want to go. That's his wrath. 
So if you want to take a path of sin, God will let you. Okay? That'll happen. That's his wrath, but that's not his will. That's not the call. That's that's not why God graced our lives. For sin shall not have dominion over, for you are not under law, but under grace. And this is the key. We live a life of faith now. We live by faith. But listen, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So we live a life of faith. We put our faith and our trust in God's word. But listen, it's, it's by grace through faith that we're saved. So now I live by faith. So God's given me a measure of faith. How many guys, Jesus is Lord of your life? Let me see your hands. Okay, you have a measure of faith. That faith, listen, is layered with God's grace, God's power, his supernatural ability, his favor. So God's favor is on your life because he's given you a measure of faith. You're saved by grace through faith. The, 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 the conduit that God uses to, for us to access his life is faith or trust. Well, the trust that we have, Mark eleven twenty two says, have the faith of God or the God kind of faith. 23, that you say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and don't receive any doubt in your heart. You'll have whatever you say. That's the faith that we have now. Why? Because it's laced with God's grace, his power, his supernatural ability, his dominion. See, we go to Isaiah 55, 11, where this, this whole notion began of God doing a new thing in 2023. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to be void or void of power or powerless. But it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So now when you're, all my needs met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now what God does is he performs his word. He performs his will through his word. See, that's what God's going to do. This place is full of angelic hosts. Full of angels. Some of them are here to, to, to bring God's word into play in your life. To resource God's word. Those are angels that are assigned to you, to your family. You speak the word, and you know what? Man, they resource that word. There's other angels that the Bible says that are here because they're inquisitive. They're curious. How does this work? I'm looking at a human being with scars and with failures and with a track record and with chips and with miscuts, with cracks. But when he speaks God's word, it doesn't sound like a human being. It sounds like God. Why? Because it's spirit and it's truth. God's a spirit. I'm a spirit. I'm born of God now. I'm not a sinner because I'm a spirit that's born of God. Yeah, I have a soul and a body. But what dictates, what rules my life, my spirit man, my inner man rules my life. So now what do I have to do? I have to change my thought, my, not just the thoughts I have, but my thought patterns, my mindsets. See, everything in the kingdom is about a pattern. God, God, God doesn't give us a, um, it's, it's not rules and regulations, it's patterns. And here's the pattern, God made us in his image or by his pattern of design, okay? He designed us as spirits and we're born of God now. That's how we hear God because God's, God's spirit, okay? Genesis 1.28, it says, then God blessed them and God said to them, And here's your pattern. 
Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over everything that moves. Now, now I, I stop right there and I think about 2020, 2021, 2022. Probably before that, everything started shifting. There have been these huge shifts. Narrative shifts. Things, there's things now that we grew up saying we can't say now. It's like, well, that's wrong. That's insensitive. It's like, okay, where are these rules? Who's making up these rules? What, 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 what becomes woke and what becomes sensitive? And it, it, who's deciding that? See, so we look at it, so everything's shifting. You know, it's like my kids will say, Dad, you can't say it that way. Dad, you can't call them that. It's like, okay, I, tell me what to say. I don't even know what to say anymore, okay? So everything's shifting. So now what God says is, here's the pattern. Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, and then take dominion over everything that shifts, everything that moves. Everything God is doing, especially in new things, are to position us, listen, to be fruitful and multiply. I'll tell you this. I don't think most people, and when I say most, I mean in probably the high 90s percent of people, even understand a life that's fruitful. Do you understand? If your life is fruitful, there's no room for depression. If your life is fruitful, you can't be anxious at all. If your life is fruitful, you're not fearful. See, if, you're, if, your life of, if, you're full of, if your life is fruitful, there's no doubt and unbelief in your life. I'm, when, I'm, when I say none, I mean zero. I mean none. See, because in order for us to get to the God kind of life, we've, the first stage, the first step is that we're fruitful. And what's fruit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness, patience. Against such, there's no law. See, if we're fruitful, then the law of, of sin and death has, has no dominion in our lives. See, so now it's like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? It's like, I don't care what happens. Well, what if you get cancer? I don't care. No, for real, and I'm not playing. Cancer's a weapon. No weapon formed against you will prosper. See, we've got to tag this with something emotional for that cancer to have any kind of dominion in our lives. See, all that cancer is is a report that's trying to get you to shift off of trust in God. And it's not just cancer, it's every evil report. What does the Bible say? Arrows by day, terrors by night. Pick your poison. I mean, my goodness, I mean, so much of the body of Christ we're, we're all about the arrows by day and the terrors by night. It's like, wait a second. What did we sing today? We're dancing on the sun coming up. Why would we dance on the sun coming up? Because his mercies are new. Man, his mercies were brand new this morning when I woke up. That means everything in my life that I've ever done is re-eclipsed by the love of God. Woo! See, so the ability for us we, we have to understand that it, it's in me to be fruitful now. And I'm going to break that down in the next five minutes.
but it's in me to be fruitful. So the ability to multiply is in us because the word is, comes to us in the promise comes in seed form. It comes as seed. It doesn't come as lottery checks. It doesn't come as gifts in kind. It doesn't come as bonuses. It comes as seed. That's how we multiply. Man, if I give you a $100 bill, you, might, you'll, you could take it and you could go buy $100, $100 worth of gas or groceries or whatever. You can put a half a tank of gas in your truck. But if I give you it as seed, new ball game. If I give it to you as seed, you have to develop a strategy. You can't just go spend it. See, that's why so many people have budgets. Well, we budget. We go to, you know, Dave Ramsey, you got to budget. Budget, budget, budget. That's great. Why? You have to start thinking strategically. But let me tell you, you start thinking about your, how much of your income is seed and how much of it is bread that you're going to eat. You know, so people will say, what, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to live off of this percentage. That's the bread. And I'm going to, uh, and then I'm gonna, th then this percentage becomes the seed, my investments and other things that I'm going to do. But see, we have, to, we have to look at this. We have to understand that God gives us this promise. God gives us his word as seed. That's why the fowl of the air can come immediately to steal the seed. That's why the Bible, listen, talks about the snare of the fowler. I mean, you think about it. Man, it's not a bear trap. It's a, it, 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 it's a bird trap. It's completely different. See, so, so God delivers us from that snare, the snare of the seed being stolen and taken from our lives. In Mark, the fourth chapter, Jesus breaks this down into four types of people. And, and Jesus said, look, I'm going to give you a parable, and this par if you don't understand this parable, you can't understand any parable. This is, this is interesting. And it's all about seed. It's the parable of the soil and parable of the sower and parable of seed. But the Bible says, Jesus says in verse 14, Mark 4, the sower sows the word. So that's what's happening right now. What do we do? We sow the word. Man, people can, you, people can come in here and they can be forgetful hearers and not retain any of it. People can come in here and not really apply it to, this has to be caught. This has to be applied in your life. I'm telling you, this should affect not just your, your thoughts, it should affect your thought life, your mindset. Because see, mindset is huge. Mindset is when you're growing up. How many of you guys have ever grown up with a cold and flu season? You know what they're talking about now? They're talking about RSV and the virus and the flu coming as like a triple, like it's WWE of the, of the clinical world. And it's like, oh my gosh, I got to wrestle the Hulk and the Dick the Bruiser and Bruno San Martino and I don't know the new guys. But the four types of people... For these are the ones, the first one, the ones that fell by the wayside when the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word. Okay, 
And then, and then there were, the second one are the ones that are sown on stony ground. And some of you guys have been preachers or churches or Christians have burned you. And the word sown on stony ground and it, it can't take root and it only endures for a time. You're given another chance. And, and then there's the third kind that are sown amongst the thorns. You know, for me, I wasn't, I didn't have stony ground when I came to the Lord. I had thorns. So I, I came to the Lord. There, were, there was no one like me in church. I know some of you guys that are visiting, you're looking around, you're going, man, is there, are there any of my kind in here? People ask me, they'll say, Who, who's, who's the target of God's church? It's like young families. So then we can reach older families and we can reach people that want to be young families. And so now that what that does is it broadens our target base. And but but that that's that's the initial strategy, but then it's whosoever. And but so the third the third type of people are thrown, thrown amongst thorns, and and the thorns choke the word. When I gave my life to the Lord, it was it was in June of 1979. In July, I came to Tulsa. And, and, and applied to go to Bible school. I didn't want to go to Bible school. It was, the only word I can think of is it was pitiful. Here, these Bible school students here stand up. And it's like, okay, oh my gosh, it's pitiful. And then, and the guy who led me to the Lord, I believe operating in the wisdom of God, said, why don't you go apply? It's like, I don't want to. What are you going to do? Well, I don't know. Well, why don't you go apply? Because I don't want to. Well, what are you going to do? Well, I still don't know. Well, why don't you go apply? It's like, okay, I'll go apply. So I go and I apply, and they sit down, and they said, you want to go through an interview? And I'm like, not really, I'm just applying. They said, well, we can interview you because we've got 200 new spaces that came up because we built a new building. And I'm like, okay, great. I sat down, and I thought, I know how to be friendly for five minutes, and I, I can just grunt. I don't have to make small talk or anything. And the guy, the guy goes through my application. He looks at me real piously, and he said, you seem like a very sincere guy. I'm like, you don't know me because you know bad news is coming. He said, but I'm sorry. I can't accept this application. You haven't been a Christian long enough. Do you understand? Up to that moment, I was not going. When he said, you haven't been a Christian long enough, Everything switched, shifted in my life. Now I am going. I'm going because you, you told me I can't go. So I went to Bible school. But here's the deal. What God did is he understood I didn't have stony ground. I'd never had a bad church experience. I had no church experience. But I had experience that I was living amongst thorns that were going to choke the word from my life. So what God did is God moved me from, from outside of St. Louis to Tulsa, and it gave the word an opportunity to take root in my life. And it put me at the, the fourth kind of people. That it, I became good ground. Why? Because I was removed from all the thorns that would have choked the word. See, for you right now, you coming to church, church isn't that big a deal. No, it's a huge deal because it brings you out of the thorns. See, otherwise the thorns are going to choke the word. You, your environment, the people around you are, are, are probably the biggest factor of you growing in God, of you living in your destiny. So the fourth kind of people, they fall on good ground and they hear the word, they accept it, they bear fruit. 
And listen to what the fruit does. Remember, be fruitful and multiply. They bear fruit, some 30, some 60, some 100-fold. God's not talking about you doubling your investment or doubling that seed 30 times. See, listen to what the Amplified says. And those in the last group are the ones who the seed was sown on good soil, and they hear the word, the word of God, the good news regarding the way of salvation, and accept it and bear fruit 30, 60, and 100 times as much as was sown. Now, you start thinking about that. You, you look at your life. Your life becomes fruitful, and you begin to study the fruit of the Spirit. See, let, let me just ask you this. Do you think this works without study? No, for real. This does not work without study. The Bible real succinctly says, study to show yourself approved. See, the way this works is that you study. The, what, what, what your study does is it affects your mindset. See, to the point where the Bible says, let this mind or mindset be in you. Who being in the form of, as Christ, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Do you understand? I probably, I don't physically look like God. I probably don't audibly sound like God. But when I speak God's word, I'm just like him spiritually. So demonic forces, like Demonic oppression that might try to be upon your life. When you come in here and we start singing and we start preaching, it breaks the bondage of that, that oppression or that stronghold. No, it, sin can't prevail in here. See, some of you guys have made personal records and bests over the last 30 minutes or maybe 45 minutes or 50 minutes since the music started and everything that you haven't sinned in that much time. That might be a personal record for you. I mean, that's what, girls, that's why you want your husbands in church. It's like, dear God, there's a chance they won't sin here now. But see, we, look, we, we have to look at our lives. Why? Because it's all about our mindset. The mindset that I, 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 I can't let, that the enemy's going to come immediately to steal the seed that was sown. See, so you're going, to be, you're going to have to back this up in the Word, and you're going to have to study and find it. Go to Mark 4 yourself. Man, go to Isaiah 55 yourself, that God's going to give you rivers in the desert and a highway in the wilderness. My gosh, I mean, it's like, what? You, you, won't, you won't lack any good thing. The Bible says lacking no good thing. Just from being patient. How do you be patient as you study the word? To show yourself approved. You've got to study this. You've got to get it deep-seated on the inside of you. Man, I've, I've studied the word for over 20,000 hours in my life. So you know what? I know what I'm talking about. I'm sure in my faith. I know the ground that I'm, I know that the path that we're choosing as a church is a righteous path. Why? Because we know the word. And there's so many people that have been here for so many years that bear witness with the word, bear witness with the doctrine. Man, the world's trying to throw a doctrine into the mix that does not work in the kingdom. 
It will build empires. But let me, let me help you. We're not building empires. We're building the kingdom. We're not preaching empires. We're preaching the kingdom. This is the gospel of the kingdom. And of which, listen, there will be no end. It's limitless. But when you start operating, when you become fruitful in your life, you, you get a mindset of multiplication in your life. Now it's just, I've got to gather some new revenue streams. That's not all it is. It's that you live a life of multiplication, that the seed that you sow in your life returns a 30, 60, and 100-fold. Man, think about that. Man, let's, 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 set our, let's set our gaze on a 100-fold return. I don't know that we could handle it. I don't know most people that we know couldn't handle a 30-fold return. What do, you do, what do I do now? It'd be like people in the world winning the lottery and it wrecking their lives. Someone in Southern California just won $2 billion because they bought a $10 ticket. No, you've got to be seasoned and equipped and studied to be able to handle that kind of windfall. Well, that's like this 30, 60, and 100-fold return that isn't a lottery. It's not a chance. It's a given. It's an absolute. See, God's hands in your life. Here's the pattern. Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, and then take dominion. Man, take over. Well, you've, you've got a controlling attitude, I know. Because God's given me the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the evil one. And nothing will, be, will by any means harm me. Everything I put my hand to prospers. Do you believe that about your life? See, it's a mindset. Are you going to prosper? Yes, I can't help it. No, we can't help it. Now, thanks be to God who always causes you to triumph in Christ. You're like, well, we, we, we can't expect to win every day. No, we have to. Our mindset is we're going to win. Well, what's the scoreboard say? Do you understand there's not a scoreboard? Well, how much time's left on the clock? Do you understand? There's no clock. There's no scoreboard. Man, I heard it, I heard it years and years ago. It's my ball. It's my bat. We play till I win. If your opponent leaves early, quits, who wins? Yeah. God, we love you and we praise you. God, we thank you for who you are. God, we thank you for what you're about. God, I thank you that you do daily lotus with benefits. Say this with me. Father God, thank you so much for loading me benefits today. My life is so beneficial because of your promise. God, I thank you now. My heart is not stony. I know the devil, and I'm not letting him take my seed. The thorns of people around my life, I remove my life from thorny people. And God, I thank you now for the root system of my life.
that gets to the hydration and nutrition that this seed needs. God, remind me to study your word, to show myself approved. I want all of you I could get, God, because Jesus is Lord of my life. Jesus is who I trust. I turn my back on sin. Sin has no dominion over me. I walk with Jesus now. My steps are ordered to the Lord. I'm a child of the King. Everything I put my hand to prospers, yet no weapon formed against me ever will. No weapon formed against me can ever take over. God, I have dominion. I, I am fruitful. I multiply. I fill the earth and I subdue it. I take dominion in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like more information about the ministries of Gut Church, visit our website at gutchurch.com.